All right, what up? Welcome to the podcast. This is uh, Real Time Friends with Ryan and Cooper, um, or Coop, we like to call him. Um, so today in the podcast, we talked about movies, some um, some of the movies that we like, some of the movies that we don't like. Um, I had a film class last semester, so we talk about some of the things I learned in that class. We talk about changes in the movie industry and uh, some of our movie guilty pleasures towards the end anyway so thanks for listening to the podcast and uh, enjoy the episode just go for it let's just go for it Keep this as candid um, as possible. Yeah, and we can uh, we can reference the computer for whatever we have, you know, to yeah. to look up videos. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Cooper. Duh, duh. You know us already. Um, <laughs> my better half. Thank um, you. Wow, do you mean that? Cooper, stop it! Stop it, bro! Stop! You're making me blush, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, man. It's 2020. Um, yeah, it's true. Um, anyway, so today, what are we talking about, Coop? Yo, we're just going to talk about some movies. We're, we're both big movie fans. Yeah. I love a good movie. More so recently. I feel like in the past, like I hadn't been that into movies, but I just took a film class this past semester. And now it's you're really, all educated uh, and you know your stuff yeah, now, it dude. it makes me feel like I know what I'm talking about. Or, you know, you or know what I'm, you're watching know or what, what you're looking watching. for and you're yeah. like looking at all these like little tricks and like little easter eggs is that's the other thing i love about movies too is going back and picking up on lines or jokes that i didn't get maybe when i was a kid or like the first time that i watched it or something and then like it kind of comes back in full circle of what they were trying to get at and yeah you know i love picking up with just like on little things like that and like kind of going kind of diving into stuff like that it's kind of a rabbit hole that it that I'll jump into For every sure, once in a while, yeah. I you think, know? I think so many movies have that, too. because And they do, yeah. There's just, like, little things that the yeah. director wants you to pick up on if you're, like, willing to pay attention and Especially concentrate. Especially, like, and, Disney movies or, like, know, cartoons. Yeah. They got subliminal Them and, like, the Marvel them. movies have a ton yeah. of stuff where they, like, foreshadow a ton of stuff. Like, yeah. a lot of it, like, you probably could have called if you... If you knew about all of them, you know what I mean? About, yeah. like, what's going to happen later in the series because of, like, these, like, little subtle lines, you know? So... Yeah, and uh, cool. I guess diving right into it, my film class, that's what it was about. It was, I mean, it was about breaking down the movies that captivated your attention, you know, and, and kind of realizing why they did so well or why mm-hmm. they did so bad. Um, so and, you just you would just watch a movie and then like study and break it down for like a week or two or something? Yeah, so and, the, the first class period of the week, we would watch the movie and then he'd give us like a 30-minute lecture on it, you know, a brief summary of mm-hmm. like some things to, to look out for. And then the next class period, we re-watched the movie, but he would just now, like throw on the subtitles and he would talk and like lecture over the entire movie for another... Would he like pause it and stop and, it and yeah, like point, exactly. point stuff out and stuff? Yeah, That'd be... Dude, I kind of wish I'd taken a class like that. I feel it's, like I would have gotten a big kick out of that it's pretty cool dude i mean you could probably just go on campus i and bet observe, i could you know if you had the either time, that or i but... bet there's just like there's got there's definitely was i'm sure youtube has just so much oh, stuff sure. where they just like will kind of break things down because i wouldn't say that i'm necessarily super educated i know what i like and i know what yeah. like, kind of what i look out for and i know why movies stick out to me but i mean i don't know like a lot of like the science behind it you know yeah so exactly so that's why i pulled up this graph right here like this uh graphic like my teacher gave all, me. like act one and act yeah. two and act three and kind so of it basically just shows like how movies work you know what i mean there's like these is eight, it, these are sequences like there's eight sequences and you know this obviously is this isn't stand- universal necessarily but this is a general like structure that most movies follow is just that there's these smaller oh, okay. ones there's these smaller sequences there's these um like four different what are, what, are the, what are the what the colors mean? I see I act one just, is more blue, and then act yeah. three is more like purple, and it kind of like goes from purple I, to yellowish, kind of orange red, and then it's purple towards the end. I think this is just a um, is that just an aid for twenty nineteen okay rainbow friendly graph. Um, I think uh, the colors are just uh, for the, the uh, colors are just colors. Yeah, just to help maybe you for the teacher and kind of a teaching yeah. aid. Okay, maybe I don't know. But, um, yeah, so. Basically, in Act One, you see like this um, tension that's happening, right? Like the tension rises, 
like the, the and it's like setting up the internal and... external conflict is uh, slowly rising okay like in the main character in the hero or in whoever you know you're observing the movie through um and it slowly rises up until the end and and those are s- seemingly obvious things but basically the class just talks about how each of it, how each of these like you know the first culmination second culmination um like the point of attack for tension for uh-huh. conflict um basically how to create a story that's like interesting um when you follow this structure you can break down a movie and oh, okay. identify kind of like the highlights this is why the audience felt this way at this time because this event happened in the movie right, you know and right, right, i don't know right. so it's just drawing parallels but it's been cool to break it down and be able to see um consistency throughout movies regardless of the genre there's a lot of similarities and so that's what you see now so you're watching yeah, exactly any, yeah. any kind of movie and they're like oh they're not gonna pull a fast one on me like i know what's going yeah. on i know and you can even anticipate like plot twists like if you get good at this stuff you can anticipate like something yeah happening towards the, subtleties the, th- towards just, the end that, that whether it's body it. language or like actions they're doing or if it's dialogue between the two people or yeah, if you can get good at that, you can predict, I'm sure, a lot of things that are going to be going yeah. on. But that, at the same time, might make a movie really, really good, is even if you can do all that stuff, they still get you, you know? Yeah, and then like, all totally of it, like, they're, they're, there's still that twist at the end that nobody saw coming, you know? Yeah. Those are the movies that are just, like... Those mm-hmm. are the movies that stick out to me. Those yep. are the movies that I'm always going to love and that I'm always going to remember. Yeah. They're like, I thought I kind of knew what was going on. Hell no. You're like, yeah. what? You yeah. thought? You thought yeah. you knew? <laughs> yeah. They get you. So, well, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of get into that a little bit about why some of our favorite movies are our favorite movies and kind of why they stick out to us and stuff. But yeah, that's cool. cool. So basically that's so what you watch in the um, class. What oh, you learn we about? watched a ton of stuff, dude. We watched Mean Girls. That was our first movie. Heck yes, which dude. If I, I don't <laughs> trust people that say that they either A, have never seen Mean Girls or B, don't like Mean Girls. I have a dude. hard time warming up to people like that. Like, are you kidding me? It's like one of the greatest movies ever made, man. That movie is such, oh, oh, I could go, I could go on and on. I love <laughs> you that quote movie. the whole movie. Yeah, I quote the whole, not that, but there, no, there are but there's that, so many quotable. But lines that's that's from a, there. that's a thing from it is how easy it is to quote, you know. Yeah, which is exactly why we watched it. Like I was, I thought it was weird. I was like, okay, had you never seen it before? This is a college class. Why are we watching Mean Girls? This is weird. But, but you had know? you seen it though? I but, hadn't. No. Had you even heard of it? I had heard of oh, every man. reference from it. Like, but you never sat down yeah. from like start to finish. Oh my god! Exactly. Gosh. And then to do it in a film class with your teacher, <laughs> it was yeah. it was even more interesting. Um, so how did so that go? It was great. I mean, I thought like you learn a lot about like um, why what makes things funny. Like obviously, there's comic relief in in that movie a ton, but you start to realize that like you do care about the character. Like even though it's a comedy and you laugh at when she fails, like you still care about her because it's not mm-hmm. a true comedy. It's kind of a drama. You know what I mean? There's kind of, there's yeah. a little bit of drama, yeah, but for there's struggling. so much comedy in it that it's kind of like. Um, it's kind of masked by that because it's it's like oh, okay. that coming of age story yeah. of like you know how mean girls are to one another you know uh-huh. and uh, what the high school dynamic is exactly like. and, and that's an age too where kids are just like finding themselves it's coming, torture you know, you know? I mean, yeah trying to yeah, figure out figure puberty out kind of and all what that you're stuff. interested in and, yeah. and there's a lot of hormones and yeah and so that's why it's like <laughs> universally so we can all relate to that you're exactly. like, like we yeah, know yeah, yeah. what that's like. I don't yeah. know about your high school, but my high school was very <laughs> clicky like that too, yeah. and very segregated in that aspect. Yeah, I mean, I could go through this entire thing of notes and just like talk about it, but it, it's crazy. Some of these movies that also that we watched, like, are movies that I would never choose to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, very strange, just um, really obscure kind of. Like maybe they were just maybe they're just old. And because you said you watched Beauty and the Beast, that was like oh, black and white and old. Yeah, it was like I a, didn't even it was know that was a thing. French and I, had, I didn't black even and realize because yeah. I know that the the cartoon even still is like it's in France and they've got the French accents and stuff. But I didn't realize that it originated from. Was it the same name, Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, but it's in French, and it's the same you know, story like, of her like getting captured by this beast, and she's. It's very different. Or is it? Or is it different? It's very different, you know, but it's essentially the same story, you know, but like the, um, the assisting characters are different. You know, there's not necessarily, um, a clock and a candlestick that talk, right. to, you know what I mean? Like those characters are very 
different and made up by Disney to, right. to make it awesome to appeal and to fun, kids right? And yeah. Yeah. So these other dynamics, though, just of like the beast being super creepy and like pedophile-ish towards Was Belle. he a beast in the movie or is he just yeah. like this like no, gross looking man? Straight up monster. Like crazy like looking werewolf. Dude. Yeah, but it's, it, there's no like CGI. There's it, It's literally just like makeup and costuming. And because it's so old, it creeps you out way more because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, this is obviously just bad makeup, but, <laughs> but it's bad to the point of like, I don't want to look. You know what I mean? Like... That I wonder if that's what they're getting at too. Like, I maybe. bet it was. That's that was probably those, why. That probably was a part of the it plan. Makes sense. Is to get under people's right? skin. Yeah. Like that, you know. Um, another movie that we watched, uh, Jaws. Classic. I mean, you got to watch Jaws. I think I've only um, seen the first. There are so many Jaws movies, right? Until like, um, there's like five of them, aren't there? I don't know. I don't know. I've only seen the first I've one. I've only seen the first one as but, well. Shark movies though? I don't know, man. Shark movies. They're predictable nowadays. Yeah, they, they don't. There is that one though with Blake Lively called The Narrows. Uh-huh. If you or saw the Shallows, the Shallow, Shallows. Yeah. Thank uh-huh. you. Yeah, yeah. Called the Shallow. That one was pretty nuts. Yeah. That 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 movie was was pretty crazy. But even still, like these underwater kind of thriller shark movies that they Sharknado. like. Sharknado. Yeah, Sharknado is is in a class of its own, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, don't even get me started with that. And there's a ton of those too. Those yeah. movies that they just keep cranking them out because they just figure people are just gonna keep coming back but yep. yeah i don't know for whatever reason shark movies don't really necessarily do it for me those kind of thrillers yeah. are just kind of yeah they're almost kind of predictable yeah kind of like uh i don't know maybe, maybe that's just me but no I, I understand i uh the you reason the i don't like shark like, mm. movies is because i am like legit scared of sharks <laughs> like not necessarily scared yeah. i'm gonna be eating them everyone's scared of like yeah an animal like that right the thought of being but, attacked like my imagination gets going when i'm in the water oh know? really like when i'm out you there know, like, in the ocean like, dude but in the ocean specifically not specifically like, okay, not yeah. any body of water like big lakes i could also get some like you know creepy feelings yeah, i mean right? you know big this is not feelings. this is not your territory man yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, like you're out of con- you're you're not in control you're when pretty you're vulnerable in the water, right so um i just remember as a kid being so terrified of like getting out of a pool even and like not being able to see the water behind me because I didn't know it was there, you know? And did you so, have that like, experience or something? Like, uh, I mean, there's a few times you, what, I almost drowned in the ocean. Yeah, like... Really? Well, I mean, I would say most people... Well, maybe... Okay. My experience is basically just feeling um, out of control and, like, mm-hmm. fatigued in the water mm-hmm. to where you're like, I'm drowning. Like, if I don't get out of the water right now... But you're so tired, you don't want to keep, keep going, but if yeah. you don't keep going... Yeah, and then there's been a few times where, like, the water swept me under, and then I started swimming, and, like, I hit my head on something, and oh. then my brother pulled me out. Like, Riley, like, my older brother, he just, like, grabbed me by the ankles and kind of, like, ripped me out of the water. Shoot. But it was there was a shelf, right? So, like... There's this beach that we go to growing up called Dylan's Beach, and you can walk out so far, and it's shallow, right? You're mm-hmm. shin deep in this water, and then all of a sudden, you're 50 yards out into you know into the water, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, it just, it drops, just drops off. off. Yeah. And yeah. so what happened was the current that was coming back into the ocean, you know, it was behind me, and it swept me off my feet, and then kind of onto my butt, and then oh, I geez. fell off the shelf into the water, and was turned upside down, and I didn't know which way was up. Type oh thing, man. Right? super oh, yeah. scary right yeah, that's terrifying and um, you know you got and your salt how, water how in your eyes and your lungs um oh you're uh, pretty young so... i mean 12 okay so you know relatively not young. a strong it's swimmer definitely but, yeah um, so pretty young yeah so i just having experiences like that just like terrify me of sharks because gotcha i just uh did you have a hard time in your class like, no watching watching all. jaws you all, just dude. like ptsd the whole time no it's just, just uh kidding. i think the thrill of it though like yeah keeps my attention more so sure. than um, and the fact that it's such an old shark movie, like the graphics aren't that realistic, but at all, dude, <laughs> it's like, it's funny to see, I don't know. It, it's so famous. There's a lot of, like, yeah. And it's so iconic, um, iconic. So, and a lot of like, it's funny once, uh, like my teacher would point out certain shots that were like prime, like, I don't know. I would say like the first shots to happen on Jaws, there's this one shot where the guy on the beach, he, uh, he's looking at the ocean and he sees a shark someone getting attacked or something and there's a shot where like it's a wide angle lens and it like pulls back on him but then zooms in at the same time oh it's, and it's like a and filming the, technique yeah right? and the background shifts it's like this parallax uh-huh. lens movement i think i've seen stuff and it, like that like if you, you you could look it up it's iconic yeah. but basically movies nowadays will use that shot 
and it's originated from Jaws. You and know does I mean? it? And they use that shot to because it's like under pressure and it's like a hectic situation. Well, yeah, it's just kind it's of distorting like, and disorienting almost and it, to, the, okay. to, the, to the viewer. And so you start to realize like something. The viewer is like, oh, something's wrong. Something, something wrong. Yeah, okay. you know. Yeah, yeah. And so that shot that was used in Jaws is now like the OG used in a lot of different movies because it works so well. Because it had Jaws, that effect you know? on people. Yeah. So. I guess learning yeah, in, cool. the ins and outs of stuff like that is pretty interesting as like yeah, cause that's, uh, that's, an aspiring filmmaker or an aspiring yeah. um, content producer, you know, storyteller of some kind. That you can just use. You don't have to say anything necessarily if you can just get a certain shot or a certain look. Yeah. It like you you just have to. You just naturally are going to feel a certain way, you know? Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's really cool. Um, and have you ever seen like a tragedy movie? Like a, a movie that doesn't end happily yeah like do you ever yeah uh go back to those movies or do you not i like do them? like as this this one might be kind of weird but i think a lot of guys like this movie but 500 days of summer that movie ends uh-huh. terribly i haven't seen it you haven't seen that movie no. oh i guess it kind of ends sort of it's, it's a love story but like people people are drawn to it because it's i don't know i think when we're growing up and we're kids in the fairy tale kind of aspect that things are going to work out when it when the two main characters are falling in love with each other but in yeah. this one they don't you know we're like, they don't I, I won't end up ruin together. it, but they don't end up together, yeah. you know, and then I, I won't get into like any of the details or anything, but that's why people hate it so much is because they hate the female character, the female lead is because she broke this guy's heart, you know, yeah. and she's just kind of the worst. And, um, I guess technically after that, he does meet somebody else and it doesn't get into that. It just starts like a new story with this, with this new person. And that's how the movie ends. Yeah. Um, but the 500 days of summer is an interesting one because the 500 days are the time that they spend together. So it goes from like day 300 and it's like on like the downhill of them, like oh. going through like the rough patches. And then all of a sudden it, it cuts and it cuts back to day 20 of them, like just barely meeting and like everything's cool. great. Yeah. And it, it's, there's a lot of similarities between a lot of the scenes where like, you remember the scene from early in the movie is because they're going through Ikea and they really like each other and things are going so well. And then it cuts to day 400 of them in, in Ikea and it's like things are just really, really bad. And so it just, I don't know, but that one doesn't end well. And I know a lot of people don't like that movie is because, yeah, it sucks. And it does. you don't want to see them not end up together and how she treats him and how he feels and how people can kind of relate to that. And it's almost like kind of too real. I freaking love that movie, man. Yeah. That movie is so good. I always go back to that movie. And the soundtrack is really good. There's a lot of really cool aspects to it. And it's got a couple of actors that I really like. But yeah, um, I did for that one. Yeah, is that least. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt cool. and Zoe yeah. Deschanel, the girl from New Girl. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, like so, and it was like 2009, so they're both like pretty young and like still not up and coming necessarily, yeah. but like prime time. Like they're like, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Everybody loves them. You don't really see them a whole lot anymore, you know? Um, but I really like that one. Cool. I'm trying to th- I don't know if I know of any other tragedies that at least come to mind right now, yeah. but... Um, I... I'm mean, so intrigued by those movies because I think like it tells a story that you don't always want to hear, but you need to yeah, hear. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's why I think that's yeah. quite, kind of why I liked it a little is because it's just, yeah, in movies, it doesn't necessarily mean that it like, it's just this fairy tale aspect that like, I think we've kind of driven into our brains and that's just kind of how it's going to work out. But that's not how life works. That's not yeah. how a lot of things work. And I think being able to see that on the big screen is not a bad thing, you know? Yeah. I think that's um, another. I mean, The Joker, right? Like, it's what a, a crazy movie, what man! What an insane movie! What an but insane movie! The reason I think it does so well is because it perfectly embodies this character that you're not supposed to like, but you feel sympathetic but you towards feel him. So bad for him. You, you feel know? very sympathetic toward towards this uh, case, even when he's like spoilers. Even when he's doing some crazy stuff, yeah, like killing people, you're mm-hmm. still just. Yeah, I You're like I, wow. He he is almost justified in doing so. Almost given yeah. his mental state, you yeah. know. And you're like, not that you justify but it's murder, bad. like it's like, but you, you justify you, him, him, him spe- feeling that maybe, way, you know? Yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of aspects to like to the mental health that I don't necessarily understand. But I remember reading um, a psychologist's point of view and her just saying that it was like the most realistic per you know depiction of someone that is going through these things and like yeah. their behavior and their attitudes and what they how they act and talk and how they communicate with other people and that it that it's just it's just spot on i mean yeah. not not to mention joaquin phoenix just being just like Performing. a master of his craft you know 
But like we we've talked about this, even the the high expectations that I had going into that movie, and knowing that this movie was just going to be super crazy, I still had my jaw on the ground like two or three times. Like I could not believe what we were watching, how nuts that movie was. For anyone that hasn't seen it yet, <laughs> I don't know if I would 100 percent recommend exactly, it. You know, because yeah. it's such a heavy dark movie. But man. What a well put! That movie is just something yeah. else. That movie was something else. Very well executed. Um, so well made. It was just so well yeah. made, you know. And yeah. it was just crazy from start to finish. It was yeah. just crazy, you know. Um, I saw this one movie. Um, we watched. Uh, it's called uh, Road to Perdition. I have heard um, of it's it. It's a Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. Um, and it ends. In a way, you know, spoilers. Who, you know, <laughs> this movie came out so long yeah, ago. So it doesn't, seen yeah, it. If, if it's after um, like five years or something, spoilers don't apply cares? to you anymore. Like, yeah, you, you so, have missed that window. Yeah. So in this movie, Tom Hanks basically, um, he is, he works with the mob, basically. He works with the mob and he kills people. He's kind of a hitman type of. Tom Hanks' character is. Tom Hanks' character okay. is. And his son, um, kind of finds out that he's doing this hitman. These, these sketchy things yeah and... and uh but tom hanks's only wish is that his sons don't become like him like that they don't become murderers or does he separate does he do a job like trying to separate that and yeah so he's like so, race a family exactly i mean like... his, his wife and his kids don't know what he does Oh, his wife right? doesn't even know what he does? I think she knows, but she kind of like prefers not to know a little kinda bit. Kind of like a Walter White scenario? Yeah. She, when... No, no, no. Not even like that. She's like, I know you work for the mob, but I don't want to ask the details about what you do because I'm scared to know that like you probably kill people, uh, you know? Okay, yeah. So she's kind of just like understanding of his job situation, but his kids are completely unaware and kind of distant, right? Yeah. Until the kid like spies on his dad one and night sees what he and does. sees what he does. And then um, basically the entire movie, they're like on the run because he's betraying the mob, trying to get away or whatever. Oh, that sounds awesome. And then, you know, family dies. And it's it's Ooh. it's a great movie, I thought. Um, but the reason it's a tragedy is because the main character at the end dies, right? And like, you're like, no, you know, and it's so sad. But in the sadness, there's like a little bit of a light of hope because you realize he achieved what he wanted to, even though he died. I don't know. Very cool. I thought um, to watch it all Interesting. happen. Interesting. I need. To, I, um, I've heard of this movie. I didn't know really yeah. any of that. I didn't really know. I just. I guess I just yeah. recognized the title. Yeah, I but. feel like the preview didn't really do it justice. Honestly, like at the time that I've watched the preview, it didn't uh, give away the same vibe. I guess that huh. I got from the movie because it was. I mean, heart heartbreaking in, in a yeah. lot of moments. Um, but then, like, beautiful at the end, you know. But sad I mean, like I somber check, I, I don't know that sounds pretty, pretty cool. cool yeah um i definitely recommend it though um but that's what i was just bringing up i guess is that tragedies are interesting because i think they're very true to life because mm -hmm. our lives are unfortunate they're real you know yeah, just keeping it real like, yeah we got go through some hard things and and bad things happen to good people and it's it's heavy right it's heavy but, stuff but for it's sure. real yeah it's real so that's why i liked that's it there there was definitely the the la la land moment where like everyone was talking about it and there was like a lot of hype around it and everything but i think the the reason that i liked it the most have you seen it no you, you haven't seen it okay so uh, I, it came okay. out it came out a little while ago so the so the very end scene they don't end up together either it's a, it's another love story where they don't end up together and just the acting and just how real and everything it feels but at the very very end uh she goes to the, this club that that he's now created because he's a, he's a jazz artist and that's like his dream that's what he's always wanted to do and the their tune their like the song their song starts playing he plays it on the piano and it like cycles in and it like brings in this kind of 20 um 10 15 20 minute montage or so of what it would have been like had they not both given because she wants to, she's an aspiring actress she just wants to be like you know in, in hollywood and do her thing there he wants to be a jazz musician but they kind of put that on hold a little bit when they fall in love with each other. And so when it doesn't work out, they both get their dreams. And this montage is if they hadn't gotten their dreams of owning the club and becoming a very successful actress of like this family that they had started together and like they had a child together and all these things that could have been, but it didn't because they almost in a sense, not selfish necessarily, but they pursued both of their dreams and they put that 
first or something but it sucked because this whole time you're hoping that they're going to work things out and it's looking like they are going to be able to work things out but they don't you know and it, and it's and it's harsh seeing her with somebody else he's still alone and it's kind of brutal but i mean it's almost like in a sense like that's just kind of how it, things pan out sometimes you know and you do kind of get what you want but i mean it's which one did you want more do you want do you want to find that other person that makes you you know so happy or are you willing to sacrifice that to get something else and so it's just kind of like that kind of figuring out just what yeah. what what is going to make you the happiest and what are we going to you know what are we how are we going to be able to do this and when it involves another person too into the mix that makes it even more complicated because you know what are you, are you going to sacrifice something and they won't or vice versa or are you going to just scrap the whole thing i don't know but it yeah. does a really really good job at depicting what it could have been like had they yeah. 500 days of summer has another similar scene where it's you know his expectations of how the night's gonna go versus reality and they split the screen right in half and it's the same scene going on at the same time but in one scene it's her like falling for him again and like things are gonna work out and then the other one it's her like kind of ignoring him and it's not working out and he realizes in that scene that she's engaged to somebody else and he like wow. he's like devastated and that's like one of the coolest scenes i've ever seen is expectation versus reality they cut it down the screen so you can see simultaneously what's going on and it's brutal about what he is hoping for and what he's expecting and the sad reality behind it is that she's in love with somebody else and that's yeah. when he realizes it and it's it's rough it's 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 yeah. it's, it's a it's a crazy scene but yeah, yeah. Uh, and not to get too philosophical philo- philosophical philosophical right? <laughs> um but like you've heard the the phrase happiness equals reality minus expectations mm-hmm. um and that that's a very interesting concept i think because so many times like we want to see what we want to see i guess like yep. we, we have our expectations we have it just how so... something's gonna pan out yeah 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 and we yeah. get that fixed like and it's gonna happen with it, you know yeah, and you're like almost obsessed with that yeah. exactly and even like the following your dreams you know like their sacrifice you know whether or not you're you're giving up again not saying it has to be one or the other but it seems like in the movies that you know he gave up his a, a family situation yeah, you know a relationship like what could to have pursue been something different right that he also loved that he also loved it's right? these two loves that are like fighting for each yeah, other yeah it's the balance and the sacrifice that exactly comes. like which and, one uh, are you gonna go for yeah. you know and it probably beautifully demonstrates the realities of life because yep. so many times um you think that someone like gave up their dreams and now they're married with six kids you know and yeah struggling maybe yeah right but it's like they didn't give it up for something that wasn't worth it they have a family you know and that family probably brings them a whole lot of happiness even more so exactly you just don't know who are you to say like we we can't comment on their decisions we all have our own journeys so there's just so many things going on in the background that you're not quite aware of but you just know that everyone has those things that are fighting for each other and which one are you going to choose yeah. You know, and so some of these movies that, that I love that I stick out is because I can resonate with that, you know, yeah. and I know that's like, and that's, that's real. That's how, that's, that's how it goes down sometimes, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, but also fortunately, it's kind of, kind of a weird thing, but that's why I love them so much, yeah. you know? And, and that's those why both, you need to watch both those movies. They're, yeah. They're great. La La Land is kind of a musical too. Yeah. Um, and I'm so sure I, that's so, I don't some, a reason you like it. And so that's too, another right? reason that I, that I really liked it as well. But like, there's just so much to it. I remember watching the movie and realizing I'd never really noticed how colors play into movies like emotion and things kind of yeah yeah. but like they just depict i don't i don't even know how to describe it but like all of a sudden there's just like i I can't even get into it because i can't really articulate it super well but i but i realize how yeah colors and just like sights can like yeah appeal to my emotions a whole lot more than than i had seen in you know in any other movie before yeah they did a really good job of doing that as well there's there's a lot to it that was i love that movie so much mm-hmm. that i wanted to go back and see it in the theaters again and nobody wanted to to go with me i yeah, so you, and, and i feel kind of i i'm not one to just go to movies by myself and not that that's you know those that do you know more power to you but for me i felt really awkward the whole time yeah going to a movie theater like by myself you know <laughs> totally. but i love the movie so much i couldn't wait you know like yeah. i had i had to go i had to go back and see it again because i just yeah. felt like i just felt so much in that movie it was uh, the movie's nuts yeah that's awesome i think just films and and movies are i don't know i have so many different things to say but like they're i think it's an awesome medium of many different art forms because like there's music involved there's acting involved 
there's cinematography, like camera, mu- camera mm-hmm. movements yeah. involved. Yeah. There's like directing, there's writing, there's like the actual story that's being written yeah, before. There's the editing. Like it's it's a huge compilation of that all we these different art forms. Obviously, do not see. We only see the final project. You right. Know, just yeah. Like, like it's done, it's clean. But like, yeah. it took years to do this and exactly. how much money and how many people and like. Yeah. And that's what's no got idea. me so interested in it is that there's like so many different ways to express the the creativity and the art and it comes together so beautifully yeah. in a in a movie in a film and no wonder like the film industry is booming right and they just make movies like so quickly because people watch them people consume them there's like they're so yeah. there's something about them that connects so well with like humanity and just like people universally mm-hmm. that we want to hear these stories we want to hear these happy stories we want to hear the hero's journey regardless of how many times that yeah. we hear it that we've seen like, it. we want to see or if it. it's a franchise this that's cranked out like 10 yeah. movies fast and the furious movies they're making a ninth one. Oh my they need to and freaking they only make stop, them because man. they make money because they know we're <laughs> yeah. gonna come back and keep watching it's them ridiculous yeah i didn't the up to the seventh one the seventh one is when paul walker died and i love that movie and then the eighth one came out and already it just felt really different yeah and i there was something about that one and then they made like a side story one too and of just hobbs the, and shaw exactly yeah, like, okay yeah right. yeah give it a, that's that's kind of my i don't know it's come almost like this thing where they just know that people are going to keep coming back and you know they're gonna purchase tickets and they're gonna yeah. watch it and everything, but I mean, the quality. I just it, it's hard yeah. for me to be able to see a franchise where it's just like that consistent all the way through. You know where they can crank yeah. out like movies that that I love from the very get go up to the very end one. You know like it's it's got to be hard, but for whatever reason they just well I, whatever reason they know what reason it is they're gonna yeah. make money. You know money money. That's why they keep yeah. doing it. Um, I think it's interesting because uh, like the different movies have a. Uh, virtually the same exact like structure they do it's just wild amount of action and you know this betrayal there's, there's or, different executions of yeah. how they're going to do it but it's always it's yeah. so similar. it's the hero with yeah. some sort of internal as well as external kind of how you're talking Conflict, about yeah. you know like luke and the jedi or the, the force and learning how to do that but at the same time they're trying to blow up you know the uh-huh. death star and all that's going on so like there's the internal the external and then overcoming that and kind of that realization of it and then Am I right? Like that kind of how it builds, mm-hmm. and then there's like a release, you know, like and he overcomes or he doesn't, yeah. you know. And then it leaves I, a cliffhanger for yeah, the next. And then there's movie, and then it, yeah, it kind of yeah, leaves there's you like a little wanting more. End. Yeah, long story short, but I feel like they, that's like kind of like the methodology behind it. That's just kind of yeah. like the script either way. Yeah. But then obviously there's just so many ways of executing that. Yeah. And I think if I were in charge of it, like I would prefer the audience to be wanting more as opposed to feeling like okay like we're that's enough you know yeah like i think that happened with the pirates of the caribbean movies it's like the first three it's like these movies are awesome but then with the other ones you're like okay like mm. we can be done with it you know like that's why some of these like, franchises I'm, I'm that i'm cool talking about i'm like I'm, I'm fine without yeah. these movies this all is, the this sequels is like, this is like almost overkill like yeah. i hate movies where the sequel or like the like the third or the fourth one they almost ruin it for like the entire thing you yeah. know like the dumb and dumber movies the first one that's like it's a classic. Everybody yeah. loves that movie. And then they made a prequel technically of them like yeah. when they're younger and that was hot garbage. And then they made a sequel with Jim Carrey and with Jeff Daniels. Uh, I don't remember what they called that one. I think Dumb and Dumber 2, but instead of it being T-W-O, it was just T-O for being stupid, you well, know? Wasn't there Dumber, Dumb and Dumber-er? There, were, there was Dumb and Dumber-er and I think that was the prequel of oh, them like okay. being younger, yeah. like how they met or whatever, how Harry and Lloyd met. And then the second one is Dumb and Dumber 2 spelled T-O, which is like the, the <laughs> yeah. wrong way of doing that, you know, because it's they're being dumb. <laughs> and it was terrible. And yeah. like, I just have to like block those movies out yeah. to not ruin the, the first one because the first one, you know, I'll go to the grave laughing at that movie. Like it's yeah. one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It's so great. But just it's like don't mess yeah, with it, man. Yeah, just you like, want to leave. You made like this like master, little... Just leave it, dude. Yeah. Don't try to like any of these reboots as well, like the Charlie's <laughs> Angels re- reboots yeah. that just came out. No, Ghostbusters. Like, oh my gosh, Ocean's dude! Can we twelve like, or thirteen? They made Ocean. So Ocean's the, eight. So they made Ocean's eight. That was the female. With, yeah. That was the female one. They're doing all these oh different ones, and it's just. Uh, I love the Ocean's movies. The, the, me too. Yeah, the Ocean's movies One are great. One of my favorites, and they, and, yeah. And not that it, it, it was because it was women that it was bad. Not it was at because all. we've seen 
these movies before and this yeah. is not anything new or original mm-hmm. and i think if you were to use that team to create this movie on a reboot on something new and original i mean that i don't know i it could be a flop and i think going off the oceans kind of high that people associate that with good movies and people are going to enjoy it like it's we're, there's a good chance that this is going to work out but yeah i don't think that it did yeah i mean it's, uh, it's like a guaranteed source like of the money whole, like you know it's, it's I mean? almost think... like a cop-out like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. just like people love these movies so if we make another one odds are probably people are probably going to because there's like this yeah. hype around it already and we're going to bring in these a-list you know these actresses that i that i do love you know yeah. but it's just the, the movie and the story itself is just uh, kind of fell. Yeah. Kind of, kind of. Did I don't know? Did you even see I it? I didn't see it either. I saw it once yeah. in the theaters. It was uh, like on a five dollar Tuesday. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Not eh. some UT again, really. No. You'd go for it. No. Again. Yeah. No. Exactly. Not, so, nothing that I'd see again. Um, and so that's really, I think, what I like about movies is when they're rewatchable. Like totally. When you, when you like the other night we watched The Pursuit of Happiness, oh, and it's so good, heavy. dude. Like oh, I get emotional so every heavy, time. Man. What what is what is your go to like? If you're going to rewatch a movie and you don't really feel like scrolling through Netflix, you know, you just, I'm just going to throw this on because you love it. You yeah. know, do you have a movie like that? Um, <laughs> I've got a few movies I feel like that I'd go back to. Um, I really like the Oceans movies. I like the the Bourne Identity, the Bourne. I still Supremacy, haven't seen all of those. Ultimatum. Because there's the three with Jason Bourne yeah. or with well, Matt those, Damon. Those are the three that I'm talking about. Yeah. With, and then they made Matt another Damon. one with uh, the guy from Hawkeye from... The Avengers movies, the guy that does the bow and arrow, yeah, Jeremy Renner, yeah. yeah, he came into the those ones. Well. I actually don't think are that bad, but I I've just seen them. I I like the ones with Matt Damon the most, um, like uh, Sahara. You know that movie where they yeah like, with uh, so they're like was that Matt McConaughey? Yeah, Matthew it, McConaughey yeah. and his freaking accomplice dude. That's hilarious. In yeah, that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember his name, but uh, the Italian Job. I, I like the Italian Job. Um, oh, I forgot about that movie. Yeah, I don't know. Movies oh, like that, yeah. that they're probably not anything incredible. Like in if terms they were to like come out artistic, today, yeah. I think there's like almost some, there's there's, there's definitely a nostalgic factor behind it. I yeah, remember watching these too. like movies like as a kid and loving it. And it just yeah. has like grown with me, you know? Yeah. I mean, all the Lord of the Rings, the Harry Potters, those kind oh, of like, yeah, dude. I will forever just watch those movies. The I timeless. think they're awesome. I'm going to so. be bummed when I hear the day that they're going to remake the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, I'm going to be really bummed about that. I'm not going to see them. You're like, dude, just don't just yeah. don't man yeah there's just like no reason for that i know that you guys are gonna make a lot of money off of it but there's just something about yeah. it you know those are movies that i grew up with and i think that nostalgic factor definitely plays a role into the movies that i'm just like i don't want to watch anything new and i just want to just have something almost like playing in the background mm-hmm. you know just while i'm doing really whatever i'm gonna throw in movies like that as well for sure. yeah and i seem i think i like movies that have like a reoccurring theme that's relatable you know that you connect with because obviously that's why you connect with movies in the first place. Yeah. But movies, um, like what's that? Uh, let's oh, we're bringing see. up the list. The yeah, top the 250 IMDb. Top IMDb. 250. Look, 1917's already 1917 <laughs> is already on that. We have yeah. got to go see that freaking movie, yeah. man. City of God is on there. For any yeah. of you guys that don't know that, City of God was one of the movies on my mission in Brazil that everyone told me that I had to see. Yeah. And it's a very realistic depiction of what it was like in the favelas of Rio. That movie is freaking crazy. I think it's on Netflix. It I definitely it was. Too. That's how I watched yeah. it. That's how I watched it the first time. Same here. I like, watched it in Portuguese. When and I, I, yeah, I watched yeah. it in Portuguese with uh, the subtitles, the English subtitles. I remember their accents were so thick and their like slangs and stuff. Like there were a couple times I didn't understand what was going on. And this yeah. was like after my mission where my Portuguese was still pretty good. Yeah. But that movie is nuts. Yeah. It's Very a heavy violent. movie. That, I don't recommend it to violent, everyone, dude. dude. But like, yeah, I think it's if, a you, realistic if you've portrayal. been to Brazil or if you've ever like been in a favela those dude. rough neighborhoods man spot on with what it's really like like it's crazy dude i've been crazy there, okay? i'm not just talking about this movie that i think is realistic like i've been like you've probably met people that are just like <laughs> yeah the worst part too is how many like these oh. like little kids are running around with guns and that yeah, scene where tragedy, they like man. they catch the little kids and they're like all right punishment do you want it in the hand or in the foot and he like blows the dude's foot off, you know, just, oh and it's like gosh. an, eight, like this little kid. I wouldn't get into to those details cause it's, it's, it's crazy, but yeah. 
Oh, the freaking magic movies, the Prestige. Ooh, that was the era the Illusionist. where have you seen that? The one? Illusionist and the Prestige came yeah. out of the the exact same time, and both of those movies were so good, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh, those movies were so. And Christian good. Bale and like Hugh Jackman, they're Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale, and then it was Edward awesome. and Edward Norton was in the Illusionist, and I'm yep. a huge fan of his yep. ever since I saw Fight Club. Fight Club, dude. That was just uh, gonna, that's yeah. On so list that's too. one of those movies that with the twist that is so gnarly like yeah. that, you can never forget a movie like that. Yeah. Totally. Holy crap. Um, one thing I like about that movie is too, is like, there's like this, uh, overarching theme of like minimalism, you know, like Mm -hmm. live within your means. And like, he talks about like, he talks about, uh, like what, uh, lamp at Ikea best, best expresses my personality (laughs) or like my conversations, those stupid conversations. I love like, if you could fight anybody in history, who would you fight? And he'd fight Gandhi, you know, like the peacemaker. Yeah. I thought that was a really funny line. Super interesting. But like, I definitely think because it steps out of like the social norms of like what we would see as like acceptable, you know, Yeah. because it's a little bit off. You're like, okay. And I'm intrigued by it, but also um, yeah, dude, you're, there's some universal truths that like yeah. connect, you know, and that totally, home is kind of cool. And then Brad Pitt is the freaking man in that movie. He's yeah, just, he's just awesome, dude. Yeah. He's just like every, he's like the just the epitome of like that's the bad boy. That's who you want to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, who, that's who women want. You know, yeah. that, that's who I want to be. Yeah, but he's also a sex person, symbol. <laughs> so I don't know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that movie is gnarly. Um, one thing I think that oh, oh one thing I was gonna bring up was uh, how movies are like colored if that makes sense like the color grading on a movie to like impacts so much of like the feeling mm-hmm. and the vibe of the you movie like, have like examples um, what do you mean yeah i mean like if you just look at a different movies like ocean like you know ocean the oceans movies yeah they, they use, got like an orange red they vibe use like a lot of green of and stuff yeah, like really yeah, heavy yeah. yeah i've noticed that as well is like those movies are very color oriented and they use Colors that I you'd think wouldn't work, and they're just so I don't know, but yeah, and, and it's like uh, pretty universal too. Like it's got the same uh, same shade of red and oh, orange this this, and, this red and black um, that, that's going yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, and then Fight Club has like a lot of green and red too, like these different. Um, or have you seen, what is that uh, one movie? The it's the guy that <laughs> I should uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm yeah what is he he's uh in the wilderness fighting bears like oh the revenant the revenant yeah Yeah, the revenant was like watching nat geo yeah so like half the movie was just like really yeah. awesome shots of the wilderness yeah and like if you look at that movie like it's very blue like there's these uh-huh. you know dark winter cold isolation that, feeling I, I, from I, it i get cold just looking exactly at that stuff. I'm like, but like it's because that. the color has like yeah made it seem that way you totally. know um That's so like movie. movies like uh tron you know uh-huh. where like the lights and like the cinematography are so intense because of the setting of the movie or whatever. Have you seen mm-hmm. uh, Ready Player One? No, I, I had to see that. I know of it, but such a great movie. I mean, it's it's cool because of like the concept. It's like a simulation. Life is a simulation. To yeah, live it's like a VR game. thing, right? Yeah, but it's it's beautifully shot. Like the cinematography on it is just so cool to watch. And there's uh there's these long shots or these different things like kind of what you were mentioning about 1917 or the things that we saw on yeah where um, they just looks online. like the, the, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. it just never stops it's just like yeah. one continual shot the whole time yeah so like I just enjoy movies that are well put together in that way mm-hmm. like regardless of the story like artistically totally when it's put together in a certain way it's just amazing yeah because we were I, talking I really about earlier how. That our like uh our attention span these days is just like almost non-existent and some movies have to just like they just have to quickly go from like shot to shot to shot and change things up and like keep you on your toes and keep you engaged and keep you you know interactive whereas this this other movie that i keep hearing so much about this world war one movie where it's just like one long shot that just doesn't really break up a whole lot and that seems so different, and that's like one of the biggest reasons. Like, I I want to see this movie is to see what what that even looks like, you know? Because I feel like I'm not used to something like that. Yeah, you should look. You should look up uh, YouTube compilation videos of like the most iconic one shots, hmm. like in movies, because there's some crazy ones, man. That are like, you know, they start microscopic and mm-hmm. then they slowly zoom out, and it seems like it's one shot, or like there's a taxi cab that rides halfway across a the city, then zooms up into this building, like, but it's you know there's no cuts 
and it's just crazy. Yeah, how did they to get away? like the, the yeah. skill behind that and like Amazing. the storytelling behind that? Yeah. Have you seen the one shots of like the, it's a girl in the, in the, in one room and she's like watching TV and so there's like a behind the scenes shot and then what the actual movie looks like and she changes scenes like eight to ten times. Hmm. But no, I've not seen this. It's one shot and there's no editing. It's literally like people on set just moving stuff changing the scene like placing picture frames moving it out within 10 seconds because it no frame, like sounds wild yeah dude we should i, I should i'll show you them after the podcast but it they're so they're so cool to watch because you once you like are into it a little bit yeah. like into how to use a camera you know you're like how difficult that must be you know yeah, or like totally. acting or i don't know any part of that directing standpoint it's like this is truly like a very difficult work of art to execute on screen like that and they do it flawlessly they do it for you to be able to you're like in movies and filmmaking things like that and so i'm sure you appreciate stuff like that a whole lot more than someone like me that doesn't really understand the difficulty and the skill yeah behind something like that you know but i can still kind of appreciate it you know but it's still like it still definitely looks awesome but i don't know what it takes yeah you know and that makes it even even cooler you yeah know? but the thing is you still observe the art still, yeah definitely you know, and, definitely and appreciate it but it's just like once you realize the, like, the what crazy goes in details that, yeah and it's uh, exactly. it only it only gets crazy it only so. makes it even better yeah yeah for sure um the shining Ooh, i never saw that one that's a scary movie that's a super iconic movie have you seen this one this ford versus ferrari that, that just, just came barely out? came out yeah. no i know christian bale and matt damon are in it but yeah. No, I have not seen it yet. The Quentin Tarantino, he's the man, dude. Have you seen all of his movies? I haven't seen all of them. I've seen a few of them. What have you seen? I've seen The Inglorious Bastards. I've seen Pulp seen, Fiction. Have you seen Django? Django? That's one with, Django, no. that's one with Leo DiCaprio, Jamie Foxx, and Christoph Waltz. It's the uh, Old West one where Christoph Waltz, he's a bounty hunter, and he brings no. Django with him, set like in the 18... 18- Seriously? No. Oh my gosh, let's freaking watch that movie. That's like one yeah. of my favorite movies ever. Top five, that's probably in there. Really? I love that. It's it's kind of long. Yeah. Two and a half or so hours. But Quentin, yeah, his movies are just interesting. The way he can make dialogue just stretch forever. Just yeah. like nothing's really going on. They're just talking to each other. Did you see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I loved it, man. Yeah, I didn't see that so one good. Yeah, that, wow. that one was a very, that one was a lot different than from, from his other ones. But I, I love that one. Yeah. You see the Kill Bills? No, one or two. no, like I all haven't. those movies too are like our Netflix yeah. as well. Yeah, I've heard. They're oh, dude, iconic. I mean, you are missing out, my yeah. friend. Those movies, Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude, we gotta we gotta sit down and watch these movies. Dude. I they're, know they're so good. Honestly, for, for me, for being like in a film program, like dude, they're the best. I, I know probably the least amount of about movies. You know what I mean? Or or in terms of like watched that you haven't the most just, famous. You just movies. haven't been exposed to I just, some of these. Yeah, like I, it's not something that I was into from a young age. I mm-hmm. was always like an outside person. Like I didn't love, you know, watching TV or watching movies or playing video games. Really, as right. a kid, I was always outside doing stuff. And um, and it, it's not until recently that you know I've had a few classes or been in a little bit more involved in the making process of these things to where it's then caught my attention to gotcha, like, okay, gotcha. now I got to do some learning from the greats. Dude. I got to study the game and, and learn from it. Yeah. So he's, um, yeah, he's I something, he, dude, he's definitely something to learn man. From, yeah. 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 He's, he's something, his movies are really graphic and really violent for sure, yeah. but he's a really, really good storyteller. Yeah. So really, let's really talk about how, uh, stuff has changed over time. How like, mm, how's... uh, movies have changed. Like what's a what's an old movie that you remember? What? Oh, Shawshank Redemption. You just mentioned you watched. Yeah, I just watched that not not older, too not 94. too long ago. I, I'm trying to think what could I what could I say because it was it was an awesome movie, obviously. Yeah. I think I think I already I mean I already touched on this already, but just yeah, our attention spans are just yeah. so so quick, and I think action movies are these days at least have to just you know. They have to. They have to. They have to be able to. What's the word that I'm even Stimulate. looking for? Yeah, keep you like engaged yeah. like the whole time. I think one of the things that they're worried about is that they're they're gonna lose people if they if there isn't an explosion here and like and it switches to something else and now something now this is happening and you have to keep up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I think back you know, in some of these older movies, I don't think they were necessarily nearly as worried about that and they they could get away with like longer dialogues and it's a little bit more dry. And it's not as like action packed, and it's a little yeah. bit slower. 
but I'm I'm into slow burns like that where like it takes a while before you even know like what the story's about or like what the plot's about, but the end result is just so worth it. Where like yeah. it's like this gradual. That's why I love Breaking Bad so much. It's not even yeah. a movie, which they did turn into a movie. Have you seen that? Yeah. Where like they, we watched, they, didn't we watch it? Did we watch it? I think we no, did. No, 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 no. The Breaking Bad movie where a guy he edited the, oh he the, edits the, 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 film, the, the five the seasons episodes. the episodes and turns it into a two and a half movie. Two and a half hour long movie, Breaking wow. Bad, not like Jesse's yeah. thing. That's yeah. that's that was fine. Yeah, that's but all right. but that it's just like this very subtle, very gradual. It's not in any rush to get to where you know to its end goal or to its end, yeah. whatever that is. And so I think that movies nowadays have a harder time with that because they know that people just have a harder time. Yeah, wanting to watch something that's like that. Where the, I I love I eat that stuff up, man. Where it's yeah. like this gradual thing because when you do get to the end and you do get to like kind of reflect and look back on what has happened and everything, it's, 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 it's incredible. You yeah. Know? The payoff is way exactly. better the payoff, than that's it more normally would be. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And I, well, I think that's maybe why uh series have become way more popular, dude. Like Netflix, Amazon prime, they've mm-hmm. got these series that are coming out specifically on these platforms because like they can tell the story, a long story in a longer format and they know, know that people are going to binge that stuff too yeah. and if you watch like six or seven episodes and they're like an hour long or something it's like this really extended movie you know yeah and like it's crazy totally have you um i i haven't seen it yet but i i keep hearing from all these people at school and even my teachers talk about chernobyl have you heard that uh, i watched the first two episodes yeah. on the way on a, on a flight and it was it was really cool yeah well, I, I, one, one because it actually happened because it's yeah. based on a true story, but it was, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's kind of like stuff I'm interested in is just to see like, okay, how are they telling this story Yeah, in, in a format that's way longer than a movie to where you can get way more detail totally. and way more into the story. And you don't have to rush it. But at you the know, same time, it's like a slow burner. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> because it takes it, so long. It did seem kind of like it know? was. But yeah, but when you have the time that you don't have, okay, we only have like two and a half or three hours and we got to get this, 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 you know. And so because of that, we almost have to rush a little bit or if yeah. they cut some stuff out, that's also important, but maybe isn't as exciting. And so people are looking more for the, for the excitement. But I mean, with these shows, you know, we got time and let's, yeah. let's tell it the right way, you know? Exactly. Love, uh, yeah, dude, that's I, really I love cool. stuff like that for sure. Yeah. So that's the ways I, I think I like it now. Like I, I like the longer format um, in some ways. Take your time. Yeah, because and... you can take your time. You don't have to watch it all at the same time. You don't have to mm-hmm. commit to watching the two hours. You can watch 30-minute episodes if you want to, yeah. you know? Um, but then also I do see how like for sure our attention span has changed because... Um, that's why I think why I kind of died off on like watching all the Star Wars and Marvel movies because they were just so much action yep. that the character finish. development they, uh, yeah, suffered a little so, bit. Yeah, so some of the other stuff that I like about movies and some of the other developments the are yeah. kind of maybe aren't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I do they're see not what you're on saying, the same level. But they're, they're still you know no. maybe entertaining you know to watch, but in terms of like long term. Uh, vitality you know what I mean like this movie lasting generations I don't think we'll see it will necessarily like it might last because of the iconic franchise you know Mm -hmm. but not necessarily movies on their own you know what I mean I guess time will tell as well because I'm sure there's been plenty of movies that are like oh this movie's not gonna go anywhere you know but here it is all this time later and people still freaking love it yeah that's that's really cool to see too when you see a movie that's like mega it's, low budget and then it just but blows up like crazy. Yeah, did you see the uh, Netflix success. has a thing? It's like the movies that made us, and it's just going behind the scenes. They bring on a lot of producers and some of the directors and some of the actors, and they go into Ghostbusters, Dirty Dancing. I watched the episode on Home Alone, and that one was too. Uh, they just didn't think that anything was going to come of it because it's not it's not even a Christmas movie technically. It happens during Christmas and like towards the end. There's kind of that Christmas feel with like the family and everything, but for the most part, he's just like murdering these dudes and like this has nothing to do with christmas you know <laughs> yeah. but for whatever reason it just has stood the, the it stood the test of time and it was like on a pretty pretty low budget as well yeah. and it's made like 10 figures or something like nine Dang, or 10 figures bro. or something what is what is a billion is yeah. uh, six figures is i'm going to look like an idiot seven figures is a million so eight figures is a billion so nine figures is a billion not, is nine figures a billion okay yeah, yeah so it was on like this super low budget, but here it is. Ten figures. Sorry, ten figures is a billion. <laughs> My is it? bad. I don't know. Yeah. I, I look like an idiot right now, but it's 
made so much money and it's not going anywhere either like yeah. it, it is here to stay Absolutely. and nobody nobody thought they oh, would be just kind of like this nice movie and yeah. whatever but here it is what 30 years later it was like the early 90s yeah. yeah so 30 years ago or so and it's not going anywhere yeah that's why i think it's cool to look at these like imdb lists and things or like the top 100 movies of all time in terms of like uh rating or like a filmmaker's guide to whatever you know because you, you start to see uh similarities in all the movies that are in the top mm-hmm. 100 mm-hmm. and why they did so well and i think like you can learn so much from them not only from like making films but just like understanding what it what it takes to make a good movie totally just from like someone that's not interested in like the filmmaking process they're just into the entertainment aspect of film yeah like you can learn so much and and even uh yeah totally. see similarities within the movies totally. that are all uh i don't know universally awesome <laughs> totally so and that's why they've had success so anyway dude we've been going about 53 minutes now i could go i could still keep i know talking there's about so them. so much to dive into you have a guilty pleasure movie? Um, guilty pleasure movie, <laughs> dude. Um, I don't even know that I don't like telling people about. <laughs> um, I probably do actually. I'm kind of. I feel like I. Does any come to mind? Not specifically. Because cool. Because again, or like, you don't want to, or you just don't want to say. Yes, it is. it's a secret. Dude. You're just, you're just playing secret. dumb. You don't um, know what mine is. Yeah, dude. Tell me, what is it? Mine is not this most recent Charlie's Angels reboot, but the fir- the one from the two thousands with yeah. like, uh, <laughs> uh, what's her name, Cameron Diaz and Lucy Liu and Drew Barrymore. Yep, those movies suck. But I, for whatever reason, I love that movie, man. That's there's so funny. A, they have a sequel to it too. There's like two of them with this with those th- same three girls, and the second one was even worse, and I didn't like that one as much. But for whatever reason, that first one, man. I love that movie so much. That's funny. I remember my sisters being really into that because I think it came it's out awesome, dude. right when they were. It was like, like 2000, 2001. Yeah, it's pretty old. Yeah. Even like now, it's 20 yeah. years old, you know, but I freaking love that movie. Okay. All right. I, I thought of something. It's not necessarily a guilty pleasure one movie, but documentaries, dude. Mm. Like, I don't like telling people that I watch a lot of documentaries because sometimes people, uh, <laughs> they just Why? like. I don't know, like the vibe that I get from people is just like because oh, of this documentary that's specifically. So boring, you know. Or, wait, no, no, documentaries not, as a whole, or this one that you're about to well, tell me. Well, I would say documentaries as a whole. I don't have one specifically that comes. People to People love mind. documentaries, at least the serial no, killing true. ones. That's very true. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. T- well, I guess those aren't but movies necessarily. Like, but okay, I've got one. I got one. I I think uh, stuff that is about like drugs, dude. Like I find so documentaries interesting documentaries, documentaries on drugs about drugs about societies about like like whoa, um, I can't think of like any. narcos dude like no, narcos is like a like, show that's not necessarily that's no, not I, a documentary I, no you're but. right you're right no, I just mean like uh there's there's this documentary called Take Your Pills on Netflix Ooh. most people have seen it. it's just about Adderall it's just oh. about like the study drug you know or like yeah. it's it's used in all these different ways and like why it's bad for society and like what are the consequences and like what are the experiences of people that like have been prescribed this? And it kind of like exposes a little bit of the flaws of the pharmaceutical industry or the, the medical industry or its limitations. Or I don't know. It just kind of shows all these, these different angles. And I find it super interesting. Um, or like all, there's so many drug, uh, documentary type short I th- things. And on I know Netflix. I've seen some, I've seen a lot of um, some vice stuff as well, yeah. like on YouTube that are, yeah. really heavy man they're heavy and, and they're, they're strange and, and weird but i i the reason i think i like them is because it shows you a little bit of like human psychology and, yeah. and like the the need for like relief you know what i mean people like chase this unquenchable thirst for like uh unquenchable thirst for like pleasure Drugs. you know and drugs is like high the yeah chasing like, that high that's their thing you know? and, and it's it's sad right but it's also just so uh captivating to me i, I just find it interesting but the reason i say it's a guilty pleasure is because i don't talk to it about people like, like people are like i don't what are bring you, drug it up addicts? unless they like i guess uh <laughs> well, they ask are, are willing to talk about it or yeah you know what i'm saying because like because some people are just like uh ew drugs are bad like Anything that has to do with yeah. like anything in that realm is devil. like the devil, which I understand there's a very dark side of it, but I'm more interested in like the psychological aspects behind why people 
you know, choose totally. to destroy themselves totally. Totally. with these substances. It's crazy. Um, so anyway, I guess that's something I like. I like documentaries a lot though. Cool. They're fun. I need to get into some more documentaries. I haven't watched too many necessarily. I've seen a couple of the serial killing ones. Those are yeah. crazy. But and we would have to get into that necessarily. We're here we are, about an hour into it. That yeah, was man. cool. That was a good conversation though. Awesome conversation. Yeah, I feel um, like we could keep talking about it. We might have a part two on this one. Yeah, I mean, you can do. We could do part two once a week on every movie that comes out. You know, dude. if like we were to see movies, dude. Seriously, I, so much. And there down, are those but, podcasts. That's what they do. They, they're yeah. just it's movie reviews. Yeah, I don't think I'd be any good at that because I, I think yeah. I uh, give movies the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. so often. Yeah, I'm just like, well, I enjoyed it. Like yeah. for entertainment, it was fun. And that's the yeah. I don't know like a lot of the science behind it. Like I, I have a few that I could like really talk about and that I've like dived into and i've learned as much as i could about you know where the director was going with it and like what happened in this scene and why the actors did it this way and this was you know but that's not what i do for every movie yeah so I'm not i can't a very good i can't critic. talk i can't talk about that every time and yeah and, and the the critiquing necessarily isn't necessarily my forte these are just some observations that i've made yeah over the years well you got to be a professional to be able to really critique something well and some so. of the have you We're ever not seen, there yet. <laughs> You see some of the, like fun. even the Rotten Tomatoes or any of the like, some of these reviews where I read them and I don't even know what they're even saying. The review is just really? it makes no sense to me. I don't even know like what they're getting at. Hmm. It's like their word choice and how they like structure sentences and stuff and how they're reviewing and critiquing it. I don't know if they're saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. You yeah. know, like it like doesn't make all. It's the weirdest thing. I don't yeah. know. It's like okay, dude. <laughs> it's like a two two sentence thing, and it's like just so obscure what he said, and he's like, yeah. it almost like they're just trying so hard to sound. I don't even know. Yeah, Pick I don't even know. Not to mention or... too how many movies I've seen that are really poorly rated, and I loved that movie, and I yeah. just thought it was awesome. You know, so I I take I take reviews and stuff like that with a grain of salt. Definitely, with a grain of salt. Yeah, I don't always necessarily trust it, man. It's an art form, and I think art identifies with different people for different reasons. Or people are just too picky, or I just their perspective or how they viewed it was very different from the way that I did, and so I, I don't always go off of it. Sometimes I will. If there's a lot of hype around a movie, like Joker, got a lot of hype around it, and definitely lives up to it. Some other movies can't think of any, but where it, you know, like what was being said about it was how I felt, but. In other cases too, like what's being said about it, I'm like I couldn't couldn't agree with what they were saying. You yep. know, like I I had a very different view on it. So that's sick. Cool, man. Anywho, right. that was let's fun. Uh, let's uh, put a pin in this one. Maybe we'll talk about it again later. Yep. But uh, thank you all for Stay listening. Stay classy, y'all. Stay classy. We got more episodes coming soon, and um, we'll talk to you guys in the next one.